Hi, and welcome back to Speaking Ancient Geek. I'm your host, Eric Gregg. I'm here with Anthony Oliva and Brian Eckley. And tonight we are going to do part one of our Spider-Man pod. It will be uh, all things Spider-Man movies. I'm sure we'll probably discuss some like non-movie things, but the general idea will be Spider-Man movies that have happened. Uh, we decided to split it into two separate parts. Because I think we all agree we could probably sit here for the next seven hours and discuss this topic. Um, and we don't want to do that because nobody's going to listen to that. Um, part one will focus mostly on the Toby and Andrew movies, whereas part two will focus on um, Holland and the Miles films with the uh, animated Spider-Verse. And then obviously we'll trickle into both as we discuss uh, as we discuss each movie. And then obviously in the second part, we'll probably wrap it all up with with all a discussion on all the movies and where we put them and things like that. But I thought that we could start with doing our uh, normal, uh, we'll say what movie we're doing, we'll count down from three, and we'll rate it out of ten. Um, that kind of gives a general idea on how we feel about the movies before we go in and start talking about them. So we will start with... The original, what started it all, and we will go back to Toby 1. Uh, so Spider-Man 1. Uh, let me know when y'all are ready and you've got a ranking in your head for where you want to put this. Okay. I've got it. Okay. 3, 2, 1, 7.5. Did we just all say 7.5? I said 7.5. Okay. I said, I said 7.75. Okay, 7.75. And you said 8.5, Anthony? Yeah. Okay, so you're a little bit... uh, Let's do all three of them, and then we can kind of sit and discuss our thoughts on each general movie. Um, So now we'll go to Spider-Man 2. Um, Three. Are you all ready? Yep. Yes. Okay. Three, two, one, 8.5. Anthony, I don't know if you remember how this game works, but when we get down to the end of it, you're supposed to say a number. I said eight. Oh, I didn't hear you. Yeah, okay. I, I, We're gonna I come back to that. <laughs> um, so Spider-Man three. All right, hold on. Um, <coughs> I am good. All right, three, two, one, four out of ten. Five point seventy-five. Oh, I really am higher on these movies than you guys are. All right, so let's let's go into that. One, I find it interesting that you're higher on one than two, both of which I think are phenomenal movies, but I think two is slightly better. I think three is absolute garbage. I rewatched these before we did this, and I had the hardest time getting through that film. I thought it was absolute garbage. I cannot stand it. What was wait, Anthony, what was your rating on three? 7.5. That's so high. And okay, I have a reasoning, but I'm gonna let you guys talk first. So I'm not even mad with your guys' takes. Like I, I respect what your guys' takes. My reasoning is a little bit different, and it, I'm not there to change your mind. And I'll explain after you're done. And 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 obviously right. we'll do Andrews and everything in a second. But like just to give a general idea, I think Spider-Man Three is by far the worst Spider-Man movie that they've ever made. Ah. Uh, Unless I'm missing something like they made in like the 60s or something, but that doesn't count. <laughs> uh-huh. Like by far the worst, like of the 
Toby, Tom, Miles, Andrew grouping. It was like a one of those the times when Smallville came out. They made like a little yeah. They made like a little blip that was like like <laughs> that nobody ever watches or even knows about, but it exists. Like it, that doesn't count. <laughs> okay, I know this is off topic. Have you guys seen the Aquaman version of Smallville that was supposed to come out and never released? What? No, I didn't even know that was what? a thing, dude. Holy sh! It it's real. Uh, so they had like this whole setup for Aquaman for the Smallville uh, universe, and literally they shut that shit down as soon as they realized, dude, this looks awful and terrible. Like, right, because he was in Smallville, right? Yeah, Arthur Curry, right? Yeah. They shut the they shut the show down immediately because they're like, I don't know how we're gonna film this. Like, all we do is have like this beach, and it's like literally <laughs> like ankle high and it's like, i oh. cannot imagine how they would have done that with like the low budget that like smallville had like to make an aquaman underwater oh the soundtrack was fire that they had for but no they couldn't do it <laughs> i just i don't i don't think it would have worked but I just it it's it's bad. It's just it's just a bad movie. Like it doesn't have very many redeeming qualities. I struggled okay. big time getting through that one. I went into my most recent like rewatch of it thinking, well, you know, it's been so long since I've seen it and like now we've had the the No Way Home movie that kind of like gives it some redeeming quality to it. And so I thought, oh, maybe this will maybe I'll have like some newfound perspective on this movie and like i was just annoyed yeah <laughs> yes that's the best word for it i was annoyed through 90 percent of this movie i was sitting there thinking that if they didn't mess up this movie if sony did not mess up this third movie because looking at the first two of the toby movies those are really solid yeah if, i enjoyed both of you those take if you take the third movie out I think that the Tobey Maguire franchise was the best Spider-Man franchise. Mm. It, I, I know what you're thinking, I but I, I'm very specific on are this. Are you putting it live action or are you putting it over Spider-Verse as well? Oh, excuse me. Live action. Okay. Live is. action. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, was okay. Say, I don't think I would disagree if you're speaking live action, but the Spider-Verse no, is no, so I'm, well done. I'm thinking, I'm thinking live action. Because okay. because the Spider-Verse one is animated, it's very difficult for me to like group that into the thing. But I'm just looking I, at live action. Yeah. Um, that third movie, if they didn't mess up that third movie, Sony could have had an Avengers level franchise movie franchise before at the MCU did because they, they had the ambition. They had a lot of ideas that franchise was originally supposed to be six movies. Yeah. But after they messed up the third one, it, it, they had to go back to the drawing board. I really, I went through, I, like I went into it. Yeah. Go ahead, Anthony. You give your thoughts on it. Cause you're different, I, different viewpoint. Yeah. I want to defend it now. So, I was total. I remember we've talked many, many times, Eric, and I was like, "Dude, I I hate Spider Man Three. I hate it. I hate it." But after watching all the movies together, I just really, really, what made it tie down to me and what made me appreciate the film a lot more. And a lot of people can say, "Oh, dude, you're thinking way too much into it." But fuck you, it's Spider Man. I, I love Spider Man. Like this is a geek podcast, and this is the president of all geeks. So. 
basically the third movie a lot of it ties down to love you know uh like harry loved his dad more than anything his dad never showed him that much love but he loved peter so fucking much that he came back to save him there's a great way to end those three movies and to me it's like you know what i gotta raise it a little bit higher because of that and then spider-man 2 where garfield you know gwen stacy unfortunately dies but right very very dramatic emotional and the way his franchise right there ends it's he's depressed he's pissed he's mad at the world but he has so much love for all the citizens in new york he has love for all his fans and the kid who tried to protect everyone love literally brought garfield back and said you know what i got this and then there's the holland film I know we're talking about Holland next one, but no, that's fine. Can, there's a little mix. Yeah. We're just splitting for a general idea. And then there's a Holland film right now where love is literally keeping Holland from wanting to go back and bring MJ back. But you can tell like, Hey, you know what? She's kind of looks like she's breaking that shit out. Like when she sees him, you know, like obviously she's kind of upset. Like who the hell are you? But she's not the same MJ. She was in the first film where she's like a total asshole to him. It's like, there's something to this guy and you can tell in her face all because of that and having to rewatch all these movies, it made me appreciate the third one a lot more. It's like, you know what? They ended all these films tying to the word love. And I loved it. I'll say this. I had a lot of thoughts with the third Toby movie. And I do think that they didn't really need to change all that much to improve it significantly. And so like your, your point about, about this, this theme of love and like what Harry did at the end, I don't really think that they needed to, to change a whole lot. I think with the third movie, the thing with one thing that they needed to do was just take Sandman out. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think Sandman does hardly anything in that movie. If you take him out, there's like just like a few little things that could easily be replaced with focusing more on Hobgoblin. Oh, I, I definitely agree that the movie, sh- like, okay. So before I had to watch all this stuff together, I do agree with your guys' numbers. And I, I, I said that. I, I'm In no way am I trying to change your mind. It's just for me having to rewatch all these films and the way they've ended all these franchises. And I know Holland's supposed to come back for his, but. The way they ended them all right there, taking this deep break with Holland, it's just like, man, like what a good way to say goodbye to these characters. Like, like Peter for the Tobey Maguire is just basically he gets to move on and he got to tell his friend, his friend forgave him. His friend said he loves him like a brother, and it ended. And okay, it was like, but but. That's the one as that's one of the aspects of three that I actually enjoyed. Yeah. Was the Harry aspect. I that was in that that uh, on on your point Brian, I wish they would have been able to do more with that. The Sandman story seemed so pointless except for the the only reason they put the Sandman story in there was to just try to tie it back to the original with Uncle Ben. I mean it's going to be it would be only reason but we didn't but we didn't need it. The dude was going to be Iron Man if they kept him alive. Who? A Harry, like the rich kid who has all the tools and has. Oh, all- oh, I see. Oh no, I'm not saying Harry shouldn't have died. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, like I, like I'm fine with Harry dying. 
that that part didn't bother me. I really enjoyed the Harry story. I just wish that they would have focused more. Like they put, and this has always been my biggest knock on this movie is they tried to put too many villains in one movie. They, that like, seems to be Sony's general problem with these with these franchises that they want to they they want to like go too fast and do too much in too little time. And if they would just take their time and give each of these characters the attention that they deserve, they could be killing it right now. Right. And I just like, like I said, I think they put Sandman in because they wanted to be able to tie back to the original with Uncle Ben's death. And I just don't feel like that was needed. Uh, It just, it seems unnecessary. It seemed unnecessary. I just like, there was just so much. I didn't love Venom. Like I thought Venom was pretty poorly done. Yeah. But I it wish, wasn't. Yeah, that, that's the other main thing that I wish they'd done. Take Sandman out and then just set up Venom for the fourth movie in the franchise. Right. Make Harry the villain, but have Venom there, set him up, have him come in at, there at the end like they had where Harry dies. They, he has his moment with Peter where they reconcile and he helps save him and everything. And he, you know, I loved the aspect of. Harry realizing that Peter didn't kill his dad, that it was his dad's fault. And I love the Butler aspect where he's talking to him and is like, you know, he, he looks at him and he said, I've seen a lot of things and your dad died by his own blade. Like I, I love that whole entire aspect, but have that have venom kill him at the end and then have that lead into venom being the big bad that Spider-Man is hunting down in Spider-Man four almost as a revenge thing for Harry. That would have been perfectly fine. I had no connection to Sandman at all. Like, it just, it didn't, like, none of that landed. I just... I, I really like what they did with the Sandman character, but to me, Sand the Sandman character just didn't deserve this movie. Right. I mean, he's the one that made uh, Peter have a dark side to him. Like he kind of helped tie the movie where Venom kind of lashed yeah, on. Yeah, we'll like, like you're you're right about that, but that's why I said the things that Sandman actually did in that movie you can easily replace by focusing more on Hobgoblin. Right. It can it can be you don't if you take Sandman out, it's easy to replace a lot of that with other characters in the movie. The other thing that really annoyed me in this movie was hair like peter in this movie peter parker in this movie is so freaking oblivious with his love life oh it's awful if he does all the stuff where he like he kisses gwen stacy upside down right and all the stuff before that he does that before he gets the venom symbiote on him. yes if he like, did that while he had the Venom symbiote, then I could believe it. But you're trying to t- tell me that this guy who had been obsessed with MJ his entire life is so freaking oblivious to the fact that if he kisses this other gal upside down... Exactly like, like his first kiss with MJ. It's like, like He doesn't realize that's going to bother MJ? And I, then I, when she brings it up, he doesn't understand why it bothers her. Like how? How do you not understand that that was a problem? It, it, I just, I just, I understand 
like the somewhat redeeming qualities you think it has, Anthony, and stuff like that. And maybe that's why I can give it a four instead of a one. <laughs> but the 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 cons to me of this movie far outweigh the pros. Like without like without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, no. I get you guys. Even with someone like Peter who's only had one girlfriend, MJ, he knows better than to go and do that shit. Right. Yeah. Like like I get that he's awkward and different and everything like that, but like like goddamn, dude. Like you know better. His ego was high in that film in the Yes, beginning. yes it was. Um and I thought it like and I didn't think that fit with how two ended. Like I didn't think that fit with how two ended with them getting back together and yeah. him starting to realize who he needed to be to be Spider-Man and with MJ. Oh, and that's then, why I love that movie. It's just he, he, he has to be uh, Spider-Man two. Spider-Man two is so good, and that's my next point that I'll bring up before we drift into Andrew ones. How? Why do you put one over two? I put one over two just because I like an origin. I like the beginning more than anything. Okay. Um, because two's and I also love as the best love the Goblin uh, acting like. Holy oh, shit. Defoe, and, and we'll talk about yeah. this even more next week, but Defoe in one and then also in No Way Home steals the show. Like, he's so that's good with that part. I and really see, like I, another, But to see, like, that's another reason why I wanted more out of three was that I, I thought if you focused more on Hobgoblin in three, you could have had more of the, the ghost of Defoe right. in three, and it would have been great. Yeah, I just, like, one and two, and I and, and I think just to the fact that one and two were so good that you you know it's tough to have to sit back and, and look at yeah three, three was such a like, why is this such a letdown when one and two were such good movies and then to sit right. at three and be like man they really took everything that they built in one and two and just were like never mind like I said if they hadn't screwed up three they could have had an Avengers level movie franchise before the Avengers. Yeah. And then they could have set up like a Sinister Six and yada, yada, yada and whatnot. Which they are desperately trying to do. We're not yeah. talking about this one, but I did get around to watching Morbius. Sorry about that. <laughs> well, I I actually didn't think it was that bad, but I, I am upset with the stuff they tried to do at the end to like the, rush a Sinister you Six. You not that bad? It was garbage. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I don't like it. I, I, I'm with Anthony. I do not like it. But I like. I think part of reason why I don't like it is because they brought the vulture in at the end, which makes absolutely no fucking sense. Ooh, I, I agree with you on that. I like but, that. If, but if you take that out, I don't see why it's so bad. I just like there just wasn't. I would give. I think more. Mm, Anthony, you're gonna screw with this, so buckle up. I think Morbius is slightly better than Spider-Man Three. Hold on. No way. Yeah, I didn't. I like. I didn't struggle with Morbius, and I've only seen it once in theaters, so I don't know if I would struggle with it more, like trying to watch it at home. But like, Morbius is terrible. I also don't think Jared Leto can act, so that bothers me. Like, I don't like. Stick to singing. You're very good at singing. (laughs) Very talented singer. Do not think he's very good actor. So I think that bothers me as well. Um, I mean, I I will say that I think for me, I didn't really know anything about morbius before watching the movie so just the whole concept of a living vampire was very interesting to me and maybe that was enough to like make me enjoy the movie more than y'all um yeah Yeah. and i was just 
like I said, I was so irritated with the vulture thing at the end because it just doesn't make any sense. Like the whole oh, point of like really the spell in No Way Home can, was that everybody went back to their home. I think it does make sense. No, because there's no way you could possibly defend how that makes sense. Uh, I have something that makes sense though. I would be very interested to hear it because yeah. I also don't think I can, I can wait till part two. I can wait till part two. No, it's okay because Morbius isn't something we're discussing, so go for it. I think the reason why he's stuck in Morbius and in the Garfield series uh franchise now, it's because uh the spell it's he forgot who Peter was. You don't I you think don't... Think I think it's one of the things where he Peter merged Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I think it's one of the things where he merged into that universe. He leaked, you know, like the other people leaked into Holland's, except he forgot who Peter was and he just has hatred out for Peter uh for Spider-Man. But I don't under that still doesn't make sense to me as to why there's no scenario where he should have ended up in Morbius to begin with. Nobody leaked into other universes. They all just leaked into Hollands. Yeah, Why did yeah. he leak into a Not different that universe? We don't know. With that, with that know. reasoning, with that reasoning, then everybody in the universe in in the MCU should have leaked into other universes. But yeah, I think that I think that is a possibility because we. Sorry, uh, my screen like changed on me, and I thought my computer turned off, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so I think when he's throwing out that. Uh, that new spell we see in the ring where we see uh, a lot of the villains start coming up and you're like, Whoa, right. shit. Like a lot of people are about to get leaked into it. And I think a lot of people were just spilling over everywhere else. And, you know, we don't know exactly who left where. And I think that's up to the franchise to continue. Like, Hey, we're going to give this option to get Garfield back to get uh Maguire back. Like, let's get, let's tell more of a story. But they didn't really go into detail. They didn't let us know. I do think that's a little hint that people did leak out. But if, but that's fine if maybe that's what ends up happening. But as of right now, we don't know that that's true. All we know is that if it isn't true, Sony messed up. I mean, it's, they, it, let's let's assume Anthony that what you're saying is correct. Sony did not do them any favors here. Because like Eric is like Eric is saying, from our perspective, we just don't have enough information for that to, to be give true. them the credit of that of that doubt. But I think that's why, you know, Sony wants to launch the Garfield. They've been hinting, like, please, please, please let us make that third film with him. Let us show you the dark side of Peter as Spider-Man. Like they've been throwing hints like a motherfucker out there. I think that this is something where it's like. People want to know. Let's tell them. Let's give them a story. I I understand and agree with that. But until I have actual evidence that more than just Vulture drifted into a different universe, then I don't think it was worth putting in there. Now, if something comes out in anything, a future, a future show, if something comes out or a future show or a future movie, if something comes out, and and lose the fact that more people ended up in different universes because of that spell, then I will sit back and I'll say, never mind. That was just something that they planned that we ha- we weren't aware of yet. But as of right now, it's Sony doing something to try to advance their universe that's not connected to the MCU by messing up things that the MCU has done. 
I'm gonna right right now. It feels like they're doing the same thing that they did with Spider-Man Three. They're rushing things. Yes. Let's do Andrews. Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man One, Tasm One. Are y'all ready? Oh, oh, okay. Um, Yeah, ranking for Tasm One. Let's see. I like the Garfield movies, and I have a po- problem with the Peter Parker version, so I'm I'm having a hard time rating. Oh, I hope it's the same problem I have. <laughs> okay, I, I think I'm ready. Okay, three, two, one, seven out of ten. Seven point twenty-five. Okay, so we're all kind of in the same realm with this yeah. one. Um. Okay, so I want to talk about that. Anthony, what is your problem with the Peter Parker version of Andrew Garfield? Dude is too cool. He's too fucking cool. Like, I want to be friends with that Peter. It bothers <laughs> me. The dude is skateboarding down the hallway. Like, he's, he's not like Toby. Where out, he's outright like, defying school rules. Yes, outright <laughs> defying school. He is too, and I love, I think, and I'm going to say that, like, I said this, I think that Garfield is the best in the suit. Yes. Like, oh, I think Garfield in the suit That's is it. absolutely amazing. But his Peter is way too cool from the start. There's no he, part of me that think this kid is a loser at all. And here's the thing about that. For a long time, when I looked at these movies, even before they did what they did with No Way Home, I thought, well, you know, these little variations that they're doing from franchise to franchise, you can explain that away by saying, well, it's a, it's a different universe, right? Like there's a right. multiverse and we can say it's a different universe. And so like these little variations didn't really bother me. But when, when I was watching these on the rewatch most recently, I was sitting there thinking like, no, no, this is just this. This is just too cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, he's too cool. <laughs> I'm glad that we all agree with that because I was like, I'm watching them and I thought that previously. I was like, let me watch him again. Maybe he's nerdier than I think it is. And like he can be awkward around Gwen, but it's like it's not an awkward in the terms that he's a loser. It's just like an awkward in terms of like he's around a a girl. He has a crush. Yeah, it's like, yeah, he's a high school boy and he has a crush on the girl. It's that kind of awkward. Like like you said, he's openly defying school rules. I was was thinking the same thing because I was just like, well, a flash gives him a hard time and he's still really smart. But like it, (laughs) there were, there were, they did little things to try and say like, no, he's still Peter Parker, but it wasn't enough. No, (laughs) there's not enough. He's way too, way too cool in the movie. And I really enjoyed this movie and we'll do ratings in a second. Like I even enjoyed the second one more upon my rewatch than I had previously. Like, like I really enjoy him, and like I said, I don't. I think in terms of in the suit, he is by far the best. His quips are perfect. Like he's so well done within the suit. And I also think, uh, and we'll talk about this movie in a second. But I think the uh, the Tasm Two suit is one of the best suits that they've put to screen. Yeah, chef's um, kiss. Yeah, yeah. The the Tasm Two suit, I think, is is the best Spider-Man suit that they've had in a live action movie uh, to date. So I, I, absolutely one, love I equip on the game as well. Yeah. Cause they do have that one on the game, right? Yeah. And obviously uh, we've all three played that game. And I, I think all three probably looking forward to the sequel coming up. Definitely something we can discuss with 
with the Spider-Man Part 2 pod, because I think by the time we do that one, the game will have been out for a few days. Um, with spoiler-free, of course, but can discuss our thoughts on it. But it, yeah, it, it it that suit is just so well done. That and, and like I said, him in the suit is so well done. Um, but I enjoy the movie. I think it's a good job. I, I enjoy that they went the different direction and had Gwen Stacy be the love interest over MJ, so we could have a little something different. Uh, MJ just made people sour from the last. Yeah, time. like I think you just it was it was like okay, let's let's switch it up and do a little bit something different here, so we're not having the same story told again. Um, I like that they went with the lizard and kind of went with a more you. They didn't go with one of the more familiar. Um, I mean, it's familiar if you're a huge fan of Spider-Man, but like for movie, like casual moviegoers, they didn't just like redo Green Goblin or Doc Ock. They right. went and said, okay, let's, let's pull a more obscure one from the comics. Uh, something that I liked about Holland doing the vulture yeah. uh, and Mysterio with his, um, I, I enjoyed those first two. And we'll talk about that more next week, but it's just kind of going that different route. Um, but I really, I really enjoyed this. Um, let's do our rating for two and then we'll, we'll kind of lump them together and talk about them as a whole. So TASM 2 rating. You all ready? Yep. 3, 2, 1, 6 7. out of 5. So I, I've been the biggest, biggest critic of this movie. Um, and I actually just rewatched this one earlier today, so it's very fresh in my mind um, for me to come in here with this, this review. Um, the things that I didn't like um, are still the things that I didn't like. I think Electro looks like absolute dog shit. <laughs> I agree. I, I just like, and I like, I just, they do him so well in No Way Home. If we're talking about dog shit, Harry looks dog shit. Oh, yeah. yeah well, I'm getting to Harry in a second. Hold on. Let me go Electro first. <laughs> I think Electro looks phenomenal in, in No Way Home. But like the blue, like everything in that, like, and I don't think Jamie Foxx is terrible. Like I like the characters, like decently well done. I just hate his look. And I have every issue with every part of Harry in this movie. Like they try to make me have an emotional tie to him and Peter, but there's nothing there. He looks terrible as Green Goblin. And I get that he like, he's supposed to be sickly and whatnot, but it just doesn't look good. Like I just, I feel like they tried to get me to be like, oh, Harry's sick and he's dying and, and Peter won't help him. And now he's mad at Peter because of it. And it was just like, I don't care. Like I've seen Harry for five minutes of screen time. Like I don't, I don't care what happens to this character. And I don't care that he's mad at Spider-Man over it. Like it just, there was no emotion. Like when comparing the two, Harry was so much better done in the Toby films than he was in these films. And it like, I guess that that soured me on it. But I enjoyed a lot more aspects of this movie upon this most recent rewatch than I than I have before. I thought uh, I thought him in the suit was even better in this one than he was in the first one. Um, like I said, I thought the suit was great, and then watching it, I thought the way that they did the Gwen scene at the end was so well done, with such a good emotional pull with it, and I think that looking back at it, I'm glad that they did it because one thing that I think movies have trouble with right now is killing off main characters. They seem afraid to do it. And at the time, at the time, I believe that this, this was not the end of the franchise. They were planning for more. And, but that did not stop them from being like, well, I know that we're planning for more, but 
were killing her, whether you <laughs> like it or not. Like it, like it went into that, and it, and I don't know if y'all have read the comic issue that she dies in or whatnot, but there was a lot of controversy around that comic issue as well because it was the first, one of the first comic issues that killed off a main character, and people were really shocked by it because comics didn't have a big pool of taking like well-established main characters and killing them off. And they did that with Gwen. And I think it was smart of the movie to do the same thing. Um, and to be able to go, to go that route. And I, I just think it was, it was the right call and something that I wish more movies would do uh, at this day and age, because I see a lot of, I think one of my biggest irritations with the movie these days is the fake death. The you think somebody's been killed, but it's okay. They got patched up and they're fine. Uh, like Jean Grey in X Men Two. Jean Grey. Um. Uh. Most recently, um. Slight. Uh. Well, how many episodes into Ahsoka are you, Anthony? I don't want to spoil for you, but I'll do spoiler alert for. I am on episode two. Uh, oh, then I think you probably you know what I'm talking about. Um. You then you know what I'm talking about. The end of episode one. Yes. With certain character. I won't say it. A certain character and then is fine. Like, not fine in the next episode, but patched up and fine. Yeah. Like, I I understand and I'm glad they kept episode two. Get it together. Um, <laughs> But I'm glad they kept the character alive. But, like, at the same time, like, stop giving me the – like, there's no emotion behind it if I if I am just like, okay, well, they're bringing them back. Why do I care? Um, Like, it – so I, I applaud them for doing that with Gwen they were able to to take this emotional scene and he did a great job with it and everything along those lines with this scene, um, which is, I used to give this uh, a similar rating to Spider-Man three. And upon my two rewatches, I thought this movie was far superior to Spider-Man three. I enjoyed it so much more. I agree. So my, I had the highest rating on yes, correct. the second movie and a lot of the things that you talked about are as things that you didn't like about these, about this movie. I just don't really bother me. Like I'm fine. I'm fine with how Electro looks and the Harry thing. I, I, I thought I agreed with you before, but on this most recent rewatch, I was like, no, this, this seems fine. It was, like, I will they, say this. It was better. This rewatch. I was like, Ooh, there's a, there's a little bit more than I remembered with their friendship, yeah. this go, it still wasn't enough, but I will agree that I did think this go around. It was a little bit better, but I also, I will, I will say that I think what drew me in more was the relationship between Harry and his dad in this movie and Harry and the Osborne corporation in this movie. than it was. So the relationship between him and Peter, um, but, yes. but like, I don't mind the idea of, they were really good friends as kids and then he was sent off to boarding school and now they're like trying to pick things up where they left off before. Like that doesn't, I'm fine with that storyline. That doesn't bother me. Yeah. And I understand that. And it, it probably won't bother. And like I said, the hair storyline still bothered me in here because I just didn't feel like it matched up when compared to the other Harry storyline that we've got, which I guess like maybe I should like step away and not compare the two. But just like, especially where they were like back to back almost. Whereas like Spider Man 3 came out in what, 07? And Spider Man 
uh, TASM 2 came out in like 2012, like there wasn't a huge gap between the two. And I was able to look and be like, well, they had this great Harry storyline with Hobgoblin and everything in, in Spider-Man 3 with everything that went through the whole three movies. And then in Sp- TASM 2, they just throw Harry in. And within 30 minutes, he's like, I hate Spider-Man. He won't give me his blood. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> and like, I just like, I didn't, I didn't overly, I didn't overly love that. Here's the other issue. And this drifts into our conversation next week, but I want to bring it up this week. And it's not an issue with TASM 2. Cause obviously TASM 2 had no idea. No way home was ever going to come out. So, this is not an issue with TASM 2. Just this is just an issue with Spider-Man in general. Electro should not be in No Way Home. Electro, at no point in the movie, because he does die, at no point in the movie does Electro oh. know that Peter is Spider-Man. At no point does Electro find out Peter is Spider-Man. Oh shit, you're right. And I they kept like have, waiting. They would, to, they would have to explain that as like Harry telling him off screen. That's but Harry doesn't way. but Harry doesn't find out until after Electro's right. dead and he shows up and sees. You don't even have an out that way. way. Electro doesn't know that Peter is Spider-Man at any point in this movie, and they bring him into No Way Home. Hmm. I've tried. I watched the whole movie waiting. I was like, there's some point in here that's going to pinpoint that he learns this information because he's in No Way Home. No, nothing. Not a single moment does Electro learn that information. Well, it's like the... It, it's also like how the... in. I mean, I guess this isn't this isn't as much of a of an issue because it's it they just didn't really know in No Way Home and it, it doesn't really bother the the storyline. But there's also the fact that they kind of set things up like, well, every character that came here ends up dying. And it's like, well, that's not true. Lizard doesn't die, and, right? Um, and Sandman doesn't die, but that I don't think that really affects the storyline. This what you're pointing out right this now. This affects the storyline, right? Story this line. that's like okay, like. Like, yeah, they don't end up dying, but, like, we can still cure them. Like, it's fine. Like, and I I get it, too, because you could argue that away with, like, yes, they don't die, but we can't just send Lizard back. If we send them back, it sends all of them back. So we've got to keep them all here, or we can't keep any of them here. And so you just keep Lizard and Sandman around just because they have to stay around. Whereas this is, like, legitimately a plot hole. Because the people that came into Holland's universe only came if they knew Peter Parker was Spider-Man. And Electro never knows that information, ever. The, the issue here is that they, they wanted a villain from each of the other movies. And the only other villain that they could have replaced Electro with and like would have made sense was, was their version of Green Goblin. But then you would have had two Green Goblins. Right, and they, they couldn't do that, right. Because you had Sandman and... But, like, the thing is, is, like, I don't know. You got three from Toby's with Sandman, Ock, and, and Goblin. Yeah. And then so you would have had, obviously, only one from Andrews, which is where your problem in lies. Where it's like, okay, well, why did Toby's get three, but Andrews got one? They pull Electro. I just, it, 
I get why they did it, and I really enjoy Electra's character in No Way Home, but it did bother me when I was like, well, wait a second. Like, the whole reason he was supposed to be there was because he knew... Like, the only thing that I think could maybe explain it is maybe they could explain it away with, like, well, he was able to, you know, he's Electro, so he was able to access, like, all databases and found I was just about to say that. that, But that, to me, that's like, that you're 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 finding a way to explain it you're you're finding a way to explain the mistake you made not actually giving an answer that's the way that i see that is that what but you really see? but but then like 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 you said they didn't know that no way home was going to come out right this is so, not tasm 2's fault this is a no way home mistake not a so tasm like, 2 mistake. so like they they kind of it was a very ambitious project no way home so you i think you can kind of like you're you're absolutely right you're just looking for an out Right, um, and you're lucky that you can find something, but uh, yeah, I think you can kind of forgive it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, to put to put it in perspective, as I sit here and bring it up, the Electro not knowing that Peter Parker is Spider Man is not going to affect my rating when I rate No Way Home in the slightest. Like, it does not change my opinion of that movie at all. But it just was like me sitting back and being like, "Damn, like there, like he should not have been there. Like, there's no like he doesn't know Peter Parker is Spider Man." Um, no basically a correct and actually <laughs> actually they did they did like make a joke about that in no way right home. i was just thinking because he says i was hoping you were black yeah <laughs> he literally doesn't know who he is until the end of it when andrew takes his mask off and he cures him he literally has no idea he even references that he did not know when he came in this universe who it was <laughs> so it's so i guess like even no way home admitted like hey, i don't know why he's here <laughs> but but he made it so oh well maybe that um, gives maybe that gives sony an out for the vulture though it's like oh this there, there's really no rules hard set rules to the spell anyway no actual <laughs> rules here so whatever <laughs> we can just do whatever the hell we want so that we can have our sinister six franchise <laughs> and and they're they're trying i just like i'm not excited like morbius was not great i'm not excited at all for for craven the hunter that movie like not excited at all i'm very excited that craven's the villain in the spider-man 2 video game but i'm not excited at all for the movie um but let's do a blind ranking i think this would be fun we're taking characters only from toby and andrew no don't pull from holland don't pull from from miles we'll do that next week how many are we doing so five okay and the way we'll do it is like i can ask anthony anthony can ask brian brian can ask me something along those lines but here is the catch we have to decide our five that we're asking the other person before we ask and the reason i say that is because i don't want to like give anthony some shit character and then he puts them at five and then i like purposely give him a shittier character because I know he already took his five. <laughs> like, you have to have your five. You can give them in any order that you want, but you need to have them picked out prior to reading them so that when the other person places them, you can't switch to a different character and based on where they put that character. So I'll give us, you know, everybody kind of come up with your characters really quick. Don't take too long doing it because we're not sending you, we're not going to commercial break come up you know with your five characters really quick from that universe from and it doesn't have to be they can be combined so you can pull some from toby some from andrew but keep them within just those two universes 
Okay, I'm ready when y'all are. Okay, so we need to have these ranked ourselves when we put No, them we don't need to rank them. You just need to have the five that you're going to give the other person to rank. It does not matter okay. where you would put them. It's just the five that you're going to ask. So you just can't, you can't change it. Like you have to be like, yeah. okay, well, once you write them down, those are the five you're asking about. Okay. I think I'm ready. Are you ready, Anthony? I want to, uh, I don't want to make it sound like I don't have it ready. I just trying to. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. I, I, I pull, but I could have gone. In fact, I'm going to make a quick switch before we get started. And you can ask them in any order that you want to try and fuck with the person, try and get them to put somebody somewhere. Because, like, the whole point is to try and, like, get the person to slip up somewhere because you want their list to, like, I don't want y'all's list to be perfect because I want you to have made a mistake somewhere. <laughs> the whole point is for you to be like, well, crap, I didn't know that was coming. And do these characters have to like meet like a specific criteria or just they need to be in the movie? That's it. They need to have made an appearance. I would say a speaking line. Like, don't be like guy at vendor. I was about to say, so like, like, no one can say MJ from Amazing Spider Man 2 because she was what? Where the fuck is MJ in Amazing Spider Man 2? (laughs) So she was supposed, she made like a little cameo, but they didn't announce who it was. Oh no! It needs to be like yeah. a, like they have to have spoken at some point, even yeah, if no, minorly. I, that's what I was gonna do. They well. need to at least have a line, like one line, even if it's just one line or something. They need to have it. <laughs> While people are still thinking about this, did y'all realize? Um, I, I, they were, they used to be really sneaky with the Stan Lee cameos. Yes, they were a lot less obvious in these Spider Man movies than they were like in the MCU. Yeah. Like where it was like blatantly like, hey, here's Stan Lee. These ones were like, oh shit, that's Stan Lee. <laughs> like I noticed that as well. And he wasn't in, was he in all three Tobys? Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, he was. But and not. Yeah, like, I I thought I had assumed that he wasn't in the first one, but he was. Yeah, that's how I thought. I was like, he wasn't in the first one, but he was. And that I like, I definitely caught that. I was like, shoot, like Stan Lee, because I like you. You almost make it synonymous with the MCU, like, oh, the MCU started bringing Stan Lee in for every movie, and it's like, no, actually, he was in these other ones as well, um, because I remember he was in Fantastic Four as well, um, which obviously is not part of this, but it was, uh. I think Fantastic Four was Fox, not Sony. But those early Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four, and then uh, Fantastic Four Silver Surfer, he was in those as well. And I think he was in a couple of the X-Men. Uh, the early X-Men movies. Um, so he was in more than I, I remember him being in um, when I I did this rewatch. Can, are we allowed to like repeat characters if we, even if it's on our list? Yeah, like if I read a list and you have the same character that I had, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I don't think – I mean we're writing these lists down prematurely. Like it would be unfair to be like, well, I read that one so you have to go back and change your list because the characters are on there. Like we're, we're each ranking. So like 
who you think is the best might be different than who I think is the best characters in these films kind of thing. Okay. Are you ready? Yep, I'm good. Okay, so how, like, I said, like, I would read for Anthony, Anthony would give Brian his, and then Brian would give me his. How, who, who wants to start with reading the other, like, who wants to to read their list for somebody to blind rank first? I can go. Okay, so you read to me, and I will rank these characters one to five without knowing what character is next. All right. Felicia Hardy. From Tasm 2? Yes. You're setting me up with so much failure right for that. <laughs> I mean, five. She has like three lines. All right. Clearly meant to be set up for something more, but wasn't. Gwen Stacy. From from the Tasm Tas- Tas- okay. franchise. Three. Miss Brandt from the Toby movies. Is that Elizabeth Banks' character? Yes. God, I fucking love her, but I I don't know that I can put her into her. I had for, I had forgotten that Elizabeth Banks played her, and I was uh, and I, I love her character so much, but I don't know that I can put her at one or two. But I, uh, I'm gonna. She's not better than Gwen. I'm gonna put her at four. Damn it. J.J. <laughs> Jameson from the Toby movies. No, oh, I fucking hate you because I don't know who your next one is. <laughs> one, one. I don't think you're that off. My next, my last one is Doc Ock. Two. No, I actually like that. I actually like that list. That actually turned out pretty well for me. I don't think I would actually change anything on there. Um, we haven't talked about this, but J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. Jameson is the best casting of all time. Like he's so yes. good as J. Jonah Jameson. Absolutely. Like he like is phenomenal, and it's like you said him. I was like. I can think of one or two characters I would put above him. Doc Ock is not one of them, but I was like, shit, I don't know if he's going to say that character, but I have to put him at one. Um, We'll just go around since Brian read to me. I will read to Anthony next. Okay. Okay. Anthony, your first one, Andrew's Spider-Man. And you can combine Spider-Man and Peter, like just Andrew as a character in Tasm. Damn, it sucks because I don't know if you added Toby Spider-Man. Uh, we're going one. Whoa. Um. Uh. Shit, I don't know which one of these to go with next. Um. Okay. Um. Eddie Eddie Brock's Venom from Spider-Man Three. Five. Okay. <laughs> William Defoe's Green Goblin. Two. Spider-Man 3, Gwen Stacy. Four. And then J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, I like my list. Yeah, it's not terrible, but I would put Goblin over Andrew. So would I, but I'm okay with my list. Yeah, like, it's not it's not terrible. But, like, the second you did it, I was like, shit, like, I had Jameson and Goblin on here for ones, and you just took it with Andrew. And then I, I had Eddie, Eddie and Gwen were my, my four and five for sure, but I didn't know which one you think was, like, I would rank Eddie better than Gwen. Just because Gwen's so useless and pointless in the whole thing. In Spider-Man 3, obviously not. Topher made a mistake getting that role, so I, yeah. I brought him down. <laughs> uh, all right, so you're reading two for uh, Brian to rank. All right, Brian, uh, let's go. Harry Osborn from the first movie slash Hobgoblin. 
Okay. Let's see. How many characters are better than that one? Not very many. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go one. I'm going okay. to take a chance. Uh, Electro from Amazing Spider-Man. Electro. Just from Amazing Spider. Well, I guess he. I guess he's kind of connected to No Way Home. Nope, just Amazing Spider Man. Just Amazing Spider Man. Okay, well then he he drops down. Um, okay. We're gonna go with four. All right. Uh, let's see, Doc Ock. Doc Ock. That's a good one. Uh, who are you other? Who are your others? <laughs> Um, it's the worst part of. Uh, I'm gonna go with two. Okay. Uh, Green Goblin from the first Spider-Man movie. Oh shit! I messed up. Brian, <laughs> oh fuck. When no, I messed up in a weird place because I thought when you said Harry Osborn, my brain glitched, and I I assumed oh, you we were talking about. Him. Uh, yeah, I assume we were talking about Willem Dafoe. <laughs> yeah, I, when you put him as one, I was like, "Woo!" I know. I was like, "Damn, he's high on Harry." Like, I he's like not. Harry, but <laughs> oh man, I, I don't, I don't want to like, I don't want to go <laughs> away from the game. So I'll, I'll just accept the mistake and I'll and I'll put Green Goblin at three. <laughs> All right, and last but not least, Rhino from Amazing Spider-Man Two. Well, that was an easy five. <laughs> yes. I was hoping he would fill someone in in that five spot, and Rhino has to creep up. Uh, yeah, if not for that brain glitch, I think I did very well there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I, th- I think so too. I think our list, uh, our list all turned out. Um, pretty well given like the circumstances of the blind i'm so mad i didn't get him with rhino oh can you imagine if he'd have stuck somebody else at five? Oh man that's why i was like and, oh. and hadn't stuck that rhino character there he literally <laughs> fit the i made a sentence <laughs> uh that's no he had more than one line I know, but he was. Plus he spoke at the, the beginning. If you want to count him, not in the rhino outfit. We didn't mention this before, but a lot of people really didn't like what they did with Rhino in that movie. And for a long time, that was one of those things where I thought, "Oh, just chalk it up to it's a different universe." On my most recent rewatch, I was like, "No, the, this was a this was a disservice to Rhino." <laughs> yeah, it was bad. I, I'm okay with it being a shitty Rhino because he hasn't gone fully upgraded yet with the Sinister Six. Yeah, I mean, obviously he, like, obviously, and a lot of, one thing I really didn't like about Tasm 2, and obviously they may have branched more on this, is I really found the um, detective parent storyline unnecessary. Like, I just, like, and it led nowhere, which obviously I think could have changed if, if the universe would have been continued. But like I just like I didn't I didn't need him to try and hunt down what happened to his father, and and all of that. I, I it just like I thought the storyline with Gwen was so well done. I thought his like just him trying to learn to be Spider Man and balance everything out was really, like I really enjoyed a lot of storylines here, and I just felt like that one was 
unnecessary and misplaced. Um, I was, I, I just, it wasn't like poorly written or anything. I just felt like it wasn't needed um, within the story that they were trying to tell. Um, but overall, like, like I said, I enjoyed that movie more upon my, my rewatch here than I have in the past. Um, it wasn't nearly as, as tough for me to get through. And it was far superior to what I think is the weakest in the franchise in Spider-Man three, which I did not think had very many redeeming qualities at all. Um, outside of like the hairy relationship that I thought was super well done and things like that. Um, but overall, like I enjoyed them. Uh, I'm excited to do next week's with the the Holland and the the Spider Verse movies, and obviously we'll um we'll kind of talk about all of the movies as a whole after we wrap up how we felt about those movies um next week. But that, or I guess two weeks from now, we'll do this every other week. So two weeks from now, we'll be back with part two of our Spider Man uh, saga. Bye.